Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Michael J. And this is Hypothetical. This week, back with me, the man behind the boards, the myth, the legend, Jenny. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Doing pretty good. I've got scotch in hand. Um, I kind of know what we're doing for topics tonight, I think. Maybe. I have no idea. Um, Just don't spill the scotch on your boards, please. The boards aren't here yet unless you ordered them for me. You've been using them since day one. No. No, I haven't. I thought you, when you were a little baby, you got uh, a set of baby's first boards. No, no, I didn't. That's what started you on this track to audio production extraordinaire. No, me being a cheap bastard is what got me started on that trajectory. I could have sworn it was play schools, babies first boards, but what do I know? No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Nowhere close. But you keep thinking that. Was it the Lego boards? No, it wasn't those either. You you can keep thinking that too. I mean, you're wrong, but you can keep thinking that. I'm never wrong. Yeah, you are. Yes, you are. Well, you wrongly assume that I'm wrong. Let's uh, start out with a little warm-up game. Realize how right I am. Okay, what's the warm-up? Tonight, they're going on the bumper cars. Heading into the carnival. You got some tickets to get on the bumper cars. I want to know who you're doing bumper cars with, who you're riding against. Uh, where are you going to do it? Are you going to add any new elements uh, to just bumping each other? and who is running the bumper cars attraction? In other words, who's going to be the carny? Okay, um, that's pretty straightforward. So we're going to go ahead and have Gallagher be the carny. It seems somewhat fitting. And here's why. Every bumper car is going to have watermelons taped to the... Well, not taped, but there's going to be special hol- holsters that expand okay. and contract with the bumps. That way, the other workers can quickly put watermelons back in in between rides. Okay. And when you bump the other people, watermelon is going to go everywhere. Okay. And kind of going with trademark, copyright, whatever infringement it is for like Toad's Wild Ride over at Disneyland. Yeah. This is going to be Gallagher's Wild Ride. Okay. Because instead of just the open box bumper cars. Yeah. It's going to be a track bumper car thing. So kind of like Mario Kart on steroids. With watermelons. Okay. And Gallagher's just running the ride? He's running the ride, and he's also pressing buttons on a board that have control over these giant foam mallets. Okay. That have GMO watermelons attached to the end of them. (laughs) Okay. So you have genetically modified... Mallet, watermelons attached to foam mallets. Yeah, it's the only way you're going to get watermelons that are three feet across. Okay. It, it, he's going to push buttons and those mallets, those watermelon-laden mallets are going to come crashing down on the watermelons, the cars, or the people. Well, he's going to be blindfolded, so he doesn't know. Some of the buttons are going to be for the cars. Some of them are going to be from, for random elements on the track. Okay. One of the buttons, and it's a spinning board, going to be for the crowd. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of uh, technical wizardry that's got to go into this thing. Yeah. 
That's why it's the perfect carnival ride. Right. Okay. Guaranteed to work once, break down twice, and kill 20 people. All right. So who's going to die with you? Who, who else oh, is, you uh, and I are on cards? the inaugural ride together. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Why do you always have to involve me? Well, I mean... Especially in the, uh, uh, the life-threatening Well, situations. I mean, the show does start off with, Hi, this is Michael J. Welcome to Hypothetical, or whatever you say at the beginning. I've, I've tuned you out by now. Uh-huh. But this is your show. It would be wrong of me as a guest to not include my gracious host. Oh, okay. All right, just checking. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You're, you're going down, but that's fine. You say that now. I'm pretty sure Gallagher has other ideas for both mm-hmm. of us. I'm sure. Death by GMO watermelon. Okay, well, first of all, he can't kill anybody because nobody dies in hypothetical. You may not die on the episode of hypothetical, but there could be complications in the hospital later. Or as a result of hypothetical. Okay. Viciously maimed by watermelon. Okay. That's fine. The fact that we draw the line there almost makes me as worry about As long as we us. don't get hurt. Viciously maimed means hurt. By a watermelon? A GMO three-foot watermelon, yes. Okay, as long as nobody gets hurt. Actually, with a watermelon, I think that would be one of the only ways. You might have a headache. Do headaches count as getting hurt? Not getting maimed. Okay, fine. No, you know what? <laughs> headaches happen. So, that's fine. Okay, and last element here, keeping in hypothetical tradition. Yep. We're demolishing your house and building the track on top of the foundation for your home. That's fine. You can live in one of the semis from one of the other episodes. Uh, we'll see. Maybe it'll just move and not tell you. Well, one of those semis was a mansion, I think, or did I edit that out? Don't know. There's been so many semis outside my house. I could have sworn I said one of those semis was a luxury living arrangement. I, I don't know. I always tuned you out. Wow. At <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mikhail? Uh, so is it only me and you racing? Well, for the inaugural race. Oh, okay. It's not even a race. It's bumper cars. Also yeah, not- but it's on the track, so it automatically becomes a race. Okay, but we can still bump each other? That's the entire point. Mario okay. Kart on can steroids I- with watermelons and Gallagher. Does that mean I get to bump you off the track? Please rephrase that. And if I'm going to bump you off, I mean, there's no better place <laughs> than to bump you off into the foundation because then we can just fill it with concrete when we're done. <sighs> but remember, we don't kill, nobody ever dies in hypothetical. So you'll be fine. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, okay, if you're going to insist on bumping my car off the track, then I guess, wow, I mean, this this ride is going to be a boon to watermelon growers everywhere because to keep people from getting hurt, yeah, the entire outside of this 300-foot track is going to be lined with a bed of watermelons 30 feet wide and two feet deep. Okay. So if you get, if your car gets bumped off of the track, yeah. you fall off the ledge into the watermelons. Well, that's not nearly as fun as knocking you down into the foundation. What was this about me not getting hurt? You won't. You'll be fine. You'll have safety harnesses or something, right? Bumper cars are open air vehicles. Okay, fine. You know what? Line the bottom of the foundation with um, those foam pieces that they use in foam pits. The watermelons will probably be softer. Actually, if you want the, the true Mario Kart experience, fill the foundation with a trampoline 
or some other bouncy material. So that when I knock you off the track into the foundation, you just bounce off of it and right back onto the track. No, it, we have to get one try of those wrecking up. ball. We've, we've got to get one of those wrecking ball hooks that has a cloud painted on it. Okay, I can do that too. That way Nintendo can go ahead and sue us for right. copyright trademark infringement for having well, the I cloud mean, person. You could put like, you could have the crane in one, one corner. You could have the trampoline in another corner. We could put different elements in the foundation. I like having the watermelon border. That way it's more Gallagher-esque. Okay. Can Gallagher, if he wants to, just start smashing the watermelons, thus defeating the purpose of having them? That's why he has the buttons with the mallet. Okay. And since this is a complete ripoff of Mario Kart, are there power-ups if you're falling behind? A blind Gallagher hitting buttons at random is the power-up. Okay. Okay. This sounds fun. I, I can't wait. Yeah. You can thank Scotch for this. I can't wait to win. You're not going to win. Oh, I'm going to win. I've paid off Gallagher. I'm not worried. You should be. Nah. You should be. That voice is creepy, but I'm not worried. Oh, I was trying to creep you out to the point where you would forfeit. No, that's not going to happen. You know oh, I like okay. competition, right? Yeah, unfortunately so. So speaking of competition, what's your uh, bumper car set up? Mine's going to be uh, a bit more traditional. You know, it's going to be more like arena style bumper cars. So you're staying inside the box. Yeah, well, you know, now that I think about it, I think we'll do the, we'll move the bumper cars into um, a biodome. Because, I mean, dome kind of like a box, but it's not. So it's a little bit different than the traditional bumper car setup. I've always wanted to go inside a biodome. So this would give me a chance to be inside the biodome. And then people would be like, oh, what did you do this weekend? Oh, I wanted the bumper cars inside a biodome. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Every time you say biodome, all I can think is Polly Shore. <laughs> it's Polly Shore. Yep. I want to go inside that biodome. In fact, you know what? Polly Shore can be the carny that runs the ride. Because he won't pay attention anyway. So we get to play bumper cars as long as we want. Yeah, Polly Shore. That's, that's, whatever happened to him? He's still around. Well, apparently he's going to be a carny now. Well, yeah. I mean. Maybe okay. we can make it into a movie. It could be Biodome 2 <laughs> Bumper Cars. Biodome 2 Bumper Car Boogaloo. <sighs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> well, it's not like I'm inviting Encino Man to, to be in one of the bumper cars. Brendan Fraser was cool, though. I was just naming Paul Shore movies I can think of off the top of my head, and those only two I could think of are Biodome and Encino Man. Um, oh my goodness. What's the one where he does the uh, jury duty? Yeah. I mean, he gets jury duty. <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty much right there in the title. Fascinating. Well, yeah. Polly can tell whoever's waiting in line all about his movie career. If he wants, he doesn't have to pay attention. Um, the four movies he did in the nineties that people actually paid attention to. So inside the bumper cars, Obviously, I'm going to be in one of the bumper cars. I'm going to have a sea otter. 
in another bumper car. Because those are, Seattle's are so cool. I'm okay. I'm just going to let that one go. I mean, they can like swim and they have like cool faces. Yes, because swimming and bumper cars are totally synonymous with each other. I mean, we can put some water inside the bumper car and make the sea otter feel more comfortable. If that's You're going to electrocute the sea otter. No, no, no. We'll put the water in a plastic tub or something. And you're going to bump the car, which is going to cause the water <laughs> to splash out, which is going to electrocute the sea otter. Not necessarily. Depends where that water splashes. Could end up electrocuting myself or somebody else. And then someone will finally die on hypothetical. No, 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 no. Just get a little shock. Wow. And you worry about me. Yes. Okay, continue. I'm just going to drink some scotch. Okay. So me, a sea otter, Yogi Bear, you know, from the cartoon. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yogi Bear, because I figure he's always eating, always looking for food. So he'll be distracted. So he'll be easy to bump. But Yogi Bear is going to have Boo Boo, his sidekick, in a sidecar attached to his bumper car. So it's Yogi Bear and Boo Boo together. Hey, Boo Boo Boo. Hey, Look boo-boo. out for that psychopath. <laughs> okay. Um, so I figure the sea otter, because the sea otter doesn't have like traditional hands to use for steering. Really? They'll have to use like their, what do they even call the, what the sea otters have? I don't know. I'm not much of a sea otter fan. I don't know anything about sea otters except they're kind of cool. Um, so I figure, and you know, they're at a disadvantage. The sea otters at a disadvantage. Yogi bears kind of at a disadvantage. So I need somebody with a lot of driving experience just to like make things a little bit more fair. So I don't just completely dominate this competition. So the fourth driver is going to be Al Cowlings, you know, from OJ Simpson fame. I actually had no idea. He's the guy that drove the white Bronco when the police were chasing him down the highway back in like 94, 95, something like that. Oh, I thought that was just OJ behind the wheel. No, he was in the back seat with the gun. Al Collins was his driver. He was a former, former football player. That suddenly opens my eyes to that. <laughs> so I figure he's got some driving experience. He got chased by the cops at slow speed at like 20 miles an hour down the highway. Okay. Um, so Interesting but, choice for competition, but sure. Yeah. So me, the sea otter, Yogi Bear and Boo Boo and Al Collings bumping each other, bumping the cars while classic WWF. So this is like classic WWE, like back when they were still WWF, World Wrestling Federation, classic wrestlers from the WWF are jumping off of ropes that we put around the, the playing surface, trying to do their wrestling moves on the drivers. So we have to avoid the wrestlers while we bump each other. Or if you're really talented, we bump a car to a point where as the wrestler's jumping off the top of the ropes, could land right on one of the drivers. So a sea otter is going to be electrocuted. Yogi and Boo Boo are going to be assaulted by people half naked in mankinis. Sure. 
and OJ's going to be riding in the back of a bumper car. A white bumper car. Oh, you know what? That's a great idea. I didn't even think about putting OJ in the back of the bumper car. <laughs> That's amazing. I totally have to do that. <laughs> Why did I just give you an idea? <laughs> that might be the, the single best idea you've ever given me. Really? <laughs> yes. Of all the drive. good ideas I've given you, that's OJ, the one you're going to single OJ out. Can be, and you know what? Just to, to give them some advantage here, they, they will have the first ever SUV bumper car. I, I, okay. But now I feel like me and the Sea Otter both need passengers just to even things out. Why don't you just make the Sea Otter your passenger? No, 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 no. Because I won't be able to see him if he's sitting behind me. Okay, so the Sea Otter's passenger is a killer whale. No, that sounds dangerous. Only for the sea otter. Okay, but I like sea otters. We're going to try to electrocute him. How about we'll put a penguin in the back? Or no, a seal. Put a seal, because then the seal can play with one of those beach balls. No, 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 not a seal. No, not seal the singer. Yeah, put seal the singer there. No, 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 an actual seal, because then seal, the seal can bounce a beach ball off its nose and distract the sea otter, which will be to my advantage. No, no, since you like the sea otter, the sea otter should be your co-pilot. And seal with a seal should be in the fourth car. Seal's been with a seal many times. I know, but we have to stay on brand, Michael. The sea otter is going to have a seal with a beach ball behind him. And I, who am I going to have in the backseat of my bumper car? Bad Albert? No, (laughs) too problematic these days. Um... Alexander the Great? No, because he'll think he's better than me. No, I need... Uh, Keanu Reeves? Um, that could work. I mean, you've already got Polly Shore there as the carny. You might as well have Keanu doing like some... Well, which one in, in the Speed movie? Was it Keanu Reeves or Sandra Bullock who ended up saving the bus in the end? It was Keanu. Fine, then he can be my backseat passenger. So that works. is your bumper car going to have to go 55 miles an hour or 5.5 miles an hour? My bumper car will go 55 miles an hour. Everybody else's will go 5.5 miles per hour. And if you slow down, you explode. No, no, it's not a bus. Maybe it should be. Your bumper car should be shaped like a miniature bus. No, thank you. That way Keanu feels like he's at home. He seems like he can adapt himself to different roles. Yeah, that's, that is exactly how I'm going to uh, do bumper cars. I can't wait. I love bumper cars. It's going to be fun. Oh, that's what it was. In the Army Now, that's the other movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember In the Army Now. That was, uh, <laughs> well, it's a lot of Pauly Shore movies. Well, I mean, um, getting stranded in the desert with a water truck. Yeah. Yeah. So perhaps we should move on to the main game where we might see Pauly Shore appear again because tonight we are going to create a sequel. You are charged with creating a sequel to something, anything. It could be a movie, it could be a TV show, a play, a comic series, an object, a soft drink, hello, new Coke, or whatever you want, as long as it already exists, so you can make a follow-up. I want to know what you're creating a sequel for, who's going to help you make it, give us all the mind-numbingly dumb details of the sequel, why do you want to make this particular sequel, how are you going to distribute it, and how much are you going to charge for it, if anything. Okay. So, are you making a Polly Shore sequel? 
as much as I would like to. Um, I think his work was kind of derivative of idiocy. Right. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. There's one movie that really defined a lot of people's early years. Slapshot. that movie. What? Slapshot. No. Quit thinking hockey. Think bigger than hockey. Uh, Slapshot 2. Okay, uh, so Michael's going to create a Slapshot sequel, um, but no. It's not Slapshot right. 4 you're going to create? No, no, we're doing okay. Shawshank Redemption 2. Okay. Yeah. It's a movie about a prisoner or something, right? You don't remember what Shawshank Redemption was about? I don't remember because I never saw it. What? Do they play hockey in prison? No. Okay, then I haven't seen it. Really? Correct. You've never seen Shawshank Redemption. That is what I am saying, yes. What? <laughs> Sounds like a great sequel. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't continue on my premise if you've never seen it. Oh, I guess the basic concept. How can you have not seen the greatest movie ever made? I have. It's called Slapshot. You are wrong, sir. You are wrong. So for people that have actually seen the greatest movie ever made, we would pick up where Andy and Red left off. What did they do in San Juan Tanejo? What did they do? We need to know what happened after Andy crawled through 500 yards of filth to freedom. Well, thanks for ruining it for me. <laughs> like you were going to watch it. <laughs> All right, hey, so have you seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail yet? No. See, so you're not going to watch Shawshank Redemption. Right. I've, right. I'm okay, pretty so, safe there. So the sequel is about an escaped prisoner, and I assume the other guy is the guard? No, but I would like to see what happened to the warden after he was arrested. Wait, no. The warden shot himself. It was the head of the prison guard that was arrested. Okay. And cried like a little girl. So who's the other person that is with the guy on the run? Red? Yeah, sure. Red is a fellow prisoner that was actually paroled. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so there's an escaped prisoner and a paroled prisoner. And your mm -hmm. sequel is going to follow them somewhere not in the prison. In Mexico. In Mexico, okay. In Mexico, on the Pacific Coast. Okay, why the Pacific Coast? That's where they went. Okay, do they stay there? Because, you know, most convicts on the run don't necessarily don't stay in the same place. We honestly don't know. I mean, the movie pretty much ends in the late 50s, early 60s, when Mexico right. really wasn't extraditing people to the U.S. Right. What happened to them? What happened right. to Morgan Freeman's character? What happened to Tim Robbins' character? We don't know. That's what I'm asking. In your sequel, you're going to explain all that, right? Well, I've got to sit down with Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman and see how they would want to finish it out. Okay. So really the entire sequel thing is just so I can have lunch with Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman. Always an ulterior motive with you. Always is. Okay, so Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman are going to help you make Shawshank Redemption 2. Is there yes. a um like a subtitle of this, like Shawshank Redemption 2, The Last Avenger? No, probably Shawshank Redemption 2. We finished the boat. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds kind of funny. People that have watched the movie would understand. Okay. If you've seen the first one, then you would understand. Okay. 
Because then who knows? Maybe they go out into the Pacific and find out that great white sharks are a thing and that they need a bigger boat. And so your reason for making this sequel is just because it's your favorite movie of all time? Yeah, and honestly, having lunch with those two guys would be really cool. Right. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. What's your budget for this movie? What are you hoping to... uh, Oh, uh, at least... To spend. At least $150 million. $150 million. Where are you going to shoot it? Are you going to shoot it in Mexico? No, it's going to be all CGI. Oh, okay. Interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the bad thing is Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman are kind of getting up in age. And if the movie's going to pick up right where the first one left off, then we're going to have to use a lot of CGI to make sure that everything looks good. Okay. You're not just going to use, like, different actors? Well, okay. You saw uh, Star Wars 3.5, right? No. We've seen any of the Star Wars. Okay, so you never saw Rogue One? Nope. Okay. Well, spoiler warning for other people. They had another actor play Tarkin because the guy who played him initially had already died because old people, it's what happens to humans. Right. And they used CGI to completely replace the actor's face, and it was spot on perfect. So there would be stand-in actors, but they're going to be pretty much CGI'd out. Okay. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Um. When is the uh, movie going to drop? When's it going to be released? Oh, something like that is going to need a lot of lead time for the animators, the compilers. I'm thinking we need at least five years. Okay, so by the time you're done with your trek across the uh, Siberian Railroad, Trans-Siberian Railroad and wherever else you are going, the movie will be done? Silk Road. Silk Road? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I've given up on doing that trek. Oh, how disappointing. Yeah, honestly, I just don't want to go on a hike anymore. Oh, see? Yeah, I want to have a bunch of sea otters pull me around on a frozen lake. See what I mean? No hiking, sea otters? On a frozen lake. Okay, well, the frozen lake part, we could work on. I mean, I got you to quit hiking and enjoy sea otters, so progress. You and your interpretations, okay. Yep, (laughs) go with it. All right, so I assume then you're just going to whatever the going rate for movies is at the time of release is what you're going to charge for the movies. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the movie theaters are pretty good about setting their own prices. So whatever, unless you sell it to like Netflix or Amazon or Apple or somebody. Only after it's been out for a year, I want to give it some theater time before it hits Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be the best way to do it. All right, cool. I mean, sounds legit. Should have an audience for it. I mean, I think Shawshank I really Redemption would. was a pretty popular movie, right? Yeah, it was. You you should really watch it, Michael. I should. I'm not going to. You're going to watch it, Michael. Oh, thank you. You're not going to get a choice, Michael. Okay. I'm sorry, Michael. I can't let you ignore this. Are you Kit from Knight Rider? Wow. Okay. Have you watched 2001 The Space Odyssey? Do they play hockey in that? Okay, so um, go, go ahead and tell me about your Slapshot sequel. <laughs> I'm not doing a Slapshot sequel. There have already been two. There's three Slapshot movies. One, two, and three. How many Rockies were there? You can keep going. I know, and I hope that they do keep going with the franchise. But that's not for me to make. Okay, what are you making? Well, I've got three sequels for you. I've got a movie. I've got a TV show. And I've got a drink. Which would you like first? Wrap them all into a nice package. A movie that becomes a TV show that spawns a drink. No. (laughs) Doesn't work that way. Then start big and work your way small. Okay. So you want me to start the movie? 
Yes. Okay. I'm taking one of the greatest movies of all time. One of the only movies that does not include hockey that I've actually seen. It is a monument to the golden age of movie making. Perhaps the greatest non-movie of all time. And that movie is Cool Runnings. Starring Dougie Doug. Also featuring John Candy. It's a good movie. It's an adequate movie. Disney Uh, did good. No, it is. That's underselling it. It was an amazingly incredible, fantastic, unbelievably great movie. Top 10 of all time. Better than I assume Gone with the Wind was and Shawshank Redemption and anything else that has gotten awards. Can't argue that. Cool Runnings 2. The premise. Uh, I'm bringing back Dougie Doug. Who's, he's awesome. And the premise is instead of Jamaicans creating their first Olympic bobsled team, they're going to create their first Olympic ice hockey team. There's the tie-in. Yep. And <clears throat> Dougie Doug is going to be the manager uh, that kind of puts the team together uh, because at this point he's too old to be an Olympic hockey player. And it will follow the same formulaic script that Cool Runnings uh, followed, which is, you know, the guys can don't know how to skate. They learn how to skate. They overcome all the odds. Somehow they make it to the Olympics. They think they're going to do well, and then they fail, but they're heroes anyways, and everybody loves them. They're going to just ruin the movie for you. But it's going to be awesome. It's going to no, be I've fun. No, I've seen the movie. I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen, oh wait, you were talking about your sequel. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, Like I said, Dougie Doug will be the manager. Um, will Smith will be kind of the old, old guy hockey player on the team. Got to have kind of that like leader. Might not be the best player, but you know, he's been around. I don't know who else we'd put in this movie. We need a good coach. Um, so I think we'll do... Um, would be a good, I think we'll do, we're going to take the coach, the current coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, John Tortorella. He's insane. He like goes crazy at press conferences and stuff, but he's super insightful and funny. So I think. I can uh, be the coach of one of the nemesis teams. You have to bring back Emilio Estevez to be the coach of the underdog <laughs> team. Well, he's I mean. He's the coach of all underdog hockey teams. If you don't do that, then your movie's No, he's only the coach of the Mighty Ducks. It doesn't matter. The mighty mighty Jamaicans need him. They will play, the Jamaicans will play a practice game in their tune-up for the Olympics against Emilio Estevez's Mighty Ducks. Okay. So he can still be in the movie for you. It'll be like the new underdog team against the old underdog team. Except the old underdog team's actually retired because half of them already have too many broken bones and other physical issues that prevent them from playing hockey. They'll figure it out in casting. It's not uh, for me to worry about. Okay. All right. So it's going to be cool runnies to, uh, I don't know what we're going to call it other than that. Maybe we'll just stick with cool runnings too. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to have Dougie Doug in there. I'm going to have John Tortorella from the Columbus Blue Jackets. We'll have Emilio Estevez in a cameo role as the coach of the Mighty Ducks. And we'll have cameos from like all sorts of uh, hockey players and stuff. I mean, if you don't call it Cool Runnings 2 at Slapshot Time, then you've completely missed it. That's a long title, though. 
yeah, that's what a colon is for. Uh, we'll see. That, that could work, maybe. So what about this TV show? So the TV show, maybe in this TV show, they'll actually end up watching Cool Runnings too. That's the only way I can think to have a tie-in. Uh, but the TV show is going to be, remember in a previous episode, we had a discussion about Saved by the Bell. And there was mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell. And then the sequel was Saved by the Bell, the college years. Then they did a remake of Saved by the Bell, different cast. It was horrible. So I'm going to do the sequel to Saved by the Bell and Saved by the Bell college years. This is going to be Saved by the Bell retirement home. Okay. It's going to follow the original cast. So Mr. Belding is going to be there. Miss Bliss is going to be there. Uh, AC Slater, Zach Morris, Kelly Kapowski, Lisa Turtle, Jesse Spano, who I miss, Al Screech. They're all going to be back for this sequel. They're all going to play retirees living in an old folks home. But every episode, they'll be up to their shenanigans. And it'll welcome a, a new generation to the Saved by the Bell. Okay. Plus, who doesn't want to see Saved by the Bell gang play bingo? I don't know how to feel about that. Instead of Jesse uh, overdosing on caffeine pills, she will forget if she took her meds for the morning. Wow. Wow. That, that's, uh, huh. That, I mean, that's horrible. It's Horrible or it's amazing TV? It's making me want to watch the horrible Cool Runnings movie. There is no horrible Cool Runnings movie. There's only the awesome original and the extra awesome sequel. Okay. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. Oh, seems to be a theme for this show. Occasionally. Sometimes we have good ideas like, you know, Gallagher bumper cars. I mean, one good idea was putting OJ in the back of Al Colling's bumper car. That was good. See, you're welcome. You are welcome. So once in every 54 episodes, you come up with a good idea. Wow. It's just math. That hurts, Michael. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure it does. So have, have your ghostwriter do the saved by the bell thing. Because I, I, while I, I applaud the effort, I don't think it's one of your better ideas. The movie's definitely good. I'll give you that. I will give you that. The movie's good. But I think saved by the bell, I don't know. I don't know. It's great. It's going to be like Saved by the Bell meets the Golden Girls. Yeah, but that'd be like if they brought Scrubs back for a 10th season. Not really, because this is like going like 40, 50 years in the future. Because mm. you're, you're going from college to retirement, right? You don't know, like, who knows? Maybe Zach Morris is a grifter now. Maybe all his uh, cons caught up to him. Maybe Screech hit it big and has now got like... Yeah, let's not talk about what Screech does with a lot of money. That's not a good thing. I'm talking about the character, not the actor. I have a strange feeling the character would do the same thing. I think Saved by the Bell Retirement Home. I know I would watch it. That's why I'm creating it. Pretty much for my own entertainment. Same reason why I created Cool Runnings 2. Okay. I mean, fair enough. At least least we're being honest. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So you ready for my final sequel? Sure. It's not a movie. It's not a TV show. It's a drink. Now... The most famous drink sequel, and not necessarily for good reasons, was Coke 2 or New Coke. Uh, I figured you would go with Crystal Pepsi, man. Well, hang on. Don't get ahead of yourself now. Just explaining that, you know, Coke tried to reformulate. He created New Coke or Coke 2, which eventually became Coke 2. And it was one of the biggest commercial flops of all time. So 
I'm going to take one of the most iconic commercial flops of my childhood, which is Crystal Pepsi. And I'm going to create the sequel to Crystal Pepsi, just as you predicted. It's called Sprite and it actually tastes good. No, the Sprite was already around when Crystal Pepsi came out. Okay, fair enough. No, no, no. This is going to be done in collaboration with a particular champagne maker. It's going to be Crystal Pepsi. Okay. It's going to be Pepsi with Crystal in it somehow. It's going to be colored like Crystal. What color is Crystal? Is it like golden color or is it pink? I don't even know. I have no clue. I'm a scotch drinker. I don't drink, so. Um, we'll, we'll go with some off-white yellowish color there. Okay. That works. All right. So it's an off-white yellowish version of Pepsi. Tastes like champagne and Pepsi put together. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Probably not. Um, it's going to be served in, it's going to be sold in uh, Cristal style bottles with a foil wrapper, a cork and everything, which can make it super fun because it's carbonated just like champagne and Pepsi are. So when you pop that cork, if you shake it up first, you can make that cork fly. Okay. Right. It's going to help Pepsi because now they can, they have a new price, a new price point. Uh, Cause you know, typically you buy a Pepsi, whether it's a can or a bottle, you know, maybe you get a two liter bottle as well, like a couple bucks. Right. Crystal Pepsi. We can sell for a lot. Cause doesn't a Crystal has got to be expensive, right? Compared to Pepsi. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I We're don't know. That, that, that's not my alcohol of choice. Yeah. They're going to sell in the clubs because that's where they, that's where you really drink Cristal Pepsi. Okay. Clubs can, clubs can sell drinks for lots of money. Okay. So alcoholic Pepsi. Alcoholic Pepsi. That is some sort of weird combination of Pepsi and champagne. I think. I don't even know what it's going to taste like. It'll it's come gonna in. It's going to taste like Pepsi and shame. <laughs> it's going to taste like shame is pretty much all it's going to taste like. Um, it'll come in. Champagne bottles. We, we might actually put it in cans too. I'll see why not. You know, to kind of uh, relate to the traditional Pepsi drinkers. It'll still be a very expensive can of. What, do we, what would you call the combination of champagne and soda pop? Sparkling water. I mean, no, it's, uh, it's bubbly. It, it's sparkling whatever. Sparkling sugar water? Pretty much. Alcoholic. It's, spri- it's a spritzer? <laughs> I don't know. Would it be? I, I think like. I don't know. Um, wine drinkers will probably correct me, but isn't like a wine spritzer when you mix uh, club soda with wine? So if you're mixing actual soda with some type with, of alcoholic beverage, wouldn't it be a spritzer as well? But they're, but they're both, they both have bubbles. It's like double bubbly. It's like double bubble. Don't put too, drinking don't, gum. Just, don't put too much thought into it. You'll hurt yourself. I know. Well, now I'm curious as to what the proper name would be for this type of drink. I have to work on that. While you work on that, I'm going to take another drink. Of Cristal Pepsi? No. no. Scotch. No. You should try the Cristal Pepsi. Make some and I'll drink it. Well, I'll have to charge you for it. Okay, make some and I'll drink it. Or I'll just go get a bottle of Cristal and see how expensive it really is. That's what you and should do. Go get a bottle of Pepsi. After the show, go buy a bottle of Cristal, a bottle of Pepsi, mix the two together. Let me know how it tastes. I'll go ahead and invoice you through PayPal. Well, don't count on getting paid because I'll be too busy wrapping up the show. Thanks for joining me, Jenny. I appreciate it. Where can people find you online if you want them to find you? Wow, that was kind of smooth. Um, they can find me over on YouTube, link down below. Discord, link down below. And Twitter and Instagram, link down below. You changed your name? 
from the Inkdwell to link down below? No, I want people to actually read the show notes. That's why I put them in there. All right. Well, thanks again for joining me. I appreciate it. That's it for this episode of Hypothetical. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore hypothetical and subscribe to Hypothetical on your podcast player choice. As always, if you have any complaints about anything we discussed tonight, like remaking Shawshank Redemption using CGI, you can give us a call at 937-63-HYPER. That's 937-634-9737. Or send us an email to complain at hypothetical.show. Until next time, this is Hypothetical. Hypothetical.